it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. And with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. We kick into another hour, Harry, on the Friday free-for-all. I want to thank Mike Golick again for joining us. First and last show on radio. Yo. Andrew Siciliano. And this wasn't planned this way, because Mike Golick and I started Fox, the uh, ESPN morning show. Andrew Siciliano and I started the Fox Sports Radio morning show. This isn't just this is a coincidence, because we've been trying to get Andrew on from the NFL Network, because we had Colleen Wolf on. Yes. And then I ripped... Andrew, when Colleen Wolf was on, asking why he's not coming on the show recently. Yes. Now, how long after the Golick show, when you left the show with Golick, did you start with Siciliano? Like, was it oh, immediate? Was it, oh, no, no, because I had a contract at ESPN. Oh, okay, so you had to so there wasn't even for a while. But there wasn't, even a, there wasn't even a Fox Sports Radio to go to. So that was like I was looking to get out of a deal to go to a better deal. So what did you do? I did nothing for a year. He went oh, to wow. Sedona. I went to this desert. I combed the desert. He yeah. went. He went to find himself. You, were you like looking for crystals? And oh stuff? yeah, I did the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Hippie chicks, dude. I go back, lay on the vortexes at the Bell Rock. Did you go to Burning Man? No, I didn't go. Not that. I've been to Burning well, Man, but, but not I mean, that time. But but realistically, emotionally, you were having a really hard time Absolutely. at that point because this was a very tough decision for you to leave ESPN. And you I didn't even in- smoke any weed. I mean, yeah. if I was going to smoke weed, it would be when I went to Sedona and laid out. On the red rocks, feeling right. the energy of the Earth's vortices, mm-hmm. buying the oh, crystals. Bro, I'm low-key faded, bro. Because exactly uh, right, everybody was telling you, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? You were, you were questioning your decision. I told you the story. When I left ESPN, I was the second highest paid guy at ESPN, period. Right. Chris Berman was the only guy that was making more money than me. And I walked away from another two guaranteed years of salary. What the hell were you thinking? There was a lot of stuff going on, Harry. And I love Mike. And I'll say this, with all due respect to Greenberg, if I had stuck around with Mike and stayed the course there yeah. and waited for them to expand, 
Mike Greenberg would be doing the 2 a.m. ESPN news shows right now between infomercials. Exactly. So Mike, Mike Greenberg should be grateful that I left. <laughs> Because there were, there I'm was sure a pro- he is. There was a process to try to find a replacement for me. He wasn't the first guy in there. Right. They brought in different people and auditioned. Oh, the old them. revolving chair. Yeah. Yeah. And I they love did that. that. And I, you know, and I felt bad. And I told Mike, and I've known Mike forever. We stay in contact. And I'm not, uh, you know, Greenberg. God bless him. He's had a great career. We need to get Golick on the couch, though, man. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be epic. Me but, laying down on the couch, like no, no, wasted. No. So, we'll pump him full of alcohol and do a show when we're all wasted. <laughs> oh my God. We'll do the after show, the blue show <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, we'll yeah, start two off cups with of vodka. Yeah, good vodka. Mm-hmm. And a big pitcher. A big pitcher. Pour it right in. Absolutely. Pour, pour it right in there, Harry. <laughs> pour it so, right in there. So then, so after he would fit this show like a glove. By oh, the way, yeah. after Tony was like going through this sort of, for lack of a better word, a midlife crisis. Mm. Um, yeah, def- definitely wasn't an epiphany. No. <laughs> That's when Fox reached out to him. There was sa- no Fox. I know, but they reached okay. out to you saying, we want, we want to start this network. We want to start a new network mm-hmm. called Fox Sports Radio. Right. right? They right? wanted to compete against ESPN, but it was, right. I, had no in, I had no knowledge of it. Again, so you, you why would I leave a guaranteed situation right. to go somewhere else when I didn't have somewhere else to go? So you didn't think about coming back to Philly and doing local in the interim again? or No, because no. I was doing national radio. I was, right. on the, I was on the number one national morning show, right. the only national morning show that was going to eventually be cleared, but it wasn't for a year. Mm-hmm. I'm not crying about it. I made a mistake. I, I, I was we upset. We all can agree it was a stupid decision. It wasn't just a snap decision, though. <laughs> yeah, it was no, a decision that built up, it and built. I don't right. want to go into it. It'll be in my book and my companion DVD. Right. When I write a it book. It sounds like Robin's already putting the, the book together because she's got this pretty detailed, and this yeah, was pre-Robin. Yeah, I'm Robin. taking notes. I'm this taking was back notes. in the good old days, allegedly. Exactly right. right. Well, I think that there were a couple of good old days. This was in between some of those good old okay. days, I think. A little downtime. Yeah, there the, was a down. Yeah, okay. It was a little dip. And you know, I'll say this about Mike dip. Greenberg. I don't really know the guy. I mean, I, I see him. We're, we're cordial. I don't have any problems with him. He, he was there. I left. He took the job. What am I going to say? He shouldn't have taken the job? Of course he did. He, he was the perfect guy for ESPN. He was the, you know, because Mike and I had fun, like I've right. always done. Right. And ESPN, the new management people came in after I was there for eight years, and then Mike and I for a year, and they decided that we were having too much fun. Is that right? And they wanted I've a guy, they want a straight and narrow guy to do the Disney, everything's got to be straight. I've heard and, that before. Mm-hmm. Again, and I'm not knocking him, God bless yeah. him. But there's no doubt, if I hadn't been micromanaged and some other things that happened there, mm-hmm. and the fact that they didn't span the show and, had, and were putting Radio Disney on, that frustrated me. Because I knew Mike and I would be able to kill it nationally. And we would have never, there would never have been a Fox Sports Radio if ESPN had expanded that show after a year beyond Chicago. And that's when I became so frustrated that I said, I can't do this anymore. And I literally was going to get out of the business. And, but then I sat around. I went to Sedona. I sat around at night. And I had people calling me, wanting to hire me in Boston to do local radio and all these different markets. markets. And I said, no, I don't want to do local radio. I don't want to do any radio right now. And then about six months later, I get a call from California. It was Premier Radio Networks. Oh, yeah, okay. And it was Craig Kitchen who hired Jim Rome yeah, and Rome hired Rush on, Limbaugh yeah. and all these other talents who were individual talents not associated with any particular network. And they said Premier was going to be the front for Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio was just a brand that they paid to use their name. ESPN is ESPN. It's mm-hmm. run by ESPN. Fox Sports Radio was run by Premier Radio Networks for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's the story there. It's all bo- boring radio stuff. No, the book will not be called The Strapper Chronicles. <laughs> Although that would be a good name. <laughs> exactly. 
Now, Dean, of course, is giving me this woulda, coulda. I'm not could, woulda, coulda, shoulda's. I'm not. I'm saying that I was frustrated and I left. And I left a good deal. And I probably would have $10 million in the bank right now if I had stayed there. Yeah, but then if you get your uh, divorce, they would have been gone anyway. Yeah, but giving half of $8 million up is better than giving half of $1 million up. Harry. Okay. You know what I'm saying yeah, here? still. Again, I didn't know I was going to get divorced. I had no plans of getting divorced. <sighs> Meanwhile, let's get it back to whatever the hell we're getting it back to. I was trying to think if I should say something at that point, yeah. but there was nothing I could think of no, saying there. No, it was a there. good pause. Yeah, yeah, it was a good yeah. pause, yeah. yeah. Am I ripping? Uh, am I rip, was I ripping Mike Greenberg, you think, there? No. Uh-huh. Saying that he would be uh, doing the overnight shift well, on ESPN he, News? He, he fell into an opportunity, and he grasped it with... I'll just add one more yeah. thing to this. <laughs> I think Mike Greenberg did Mike Golick dirty. You do? Yeah. They're partners. Mm-hmm. They're I was so, wondering shows if a that success. was be brought up. I just thought of it. Yeah. Remember, if Mike Greenberg doesn't get all uppity and think that he's a star... Well, he wanted to do TV again. Yeah, I, guess, I know he right? did. Yeah. And their show was on TV. Their show was on ESPN, too, Mike and Mike. And right, right, right. But right. he wanted to be alone on it. He wanted yeah, to he have thought he was thing. the guy, you know, and, and, and a lot of partnerships end like this. Yeah. I'm the star. No, you're the star. Again, I'm not saying that they didn't get along, but I'll tell you what, I just think that it, once Greenberg decided he wanted to go off on his own and end Mike and Mike, remember, it wasn't Golick that wanted to end Mike no, and Mike. No, no, no. It was Greenberg that wanted to end Mike and Mike. And so then Greenberg gets the morning show. He talks himself into a deal. I want to do a national TV show where I'll be the star. And they put some people in there, and it didn't work at first, and then they change it. And this happens in a lot of new shows. Right. They've changed that lineup a lot. Exactly. Now they've got it's sort of like a whole cast of characters, and Greenberg's really the only constant. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, again, I don't hate Mike Greenberg. I don't even dislike him. So I, how can I hate him? I but just, the bottom line is this. If Mike Greenberg didn't throw Mike Golick under the bus, Mike and Mike could have stayed on forever. And wasn't the worst part of that, Tony? Correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've read, even before I started with you here, was it wasn't about Greeny leaving him. It's about how he left him. Golick didn't even know that Greeny was running off. Yeah, but Golick's a class act. He didn't throw. He didn't rip Greenberg during the whole thing. He didn't rip him. No. And again, Greenberg wanted to be the big star. I'm not saying he didn't like Mike. He just thought, I'll get a TV show. I'll be on the morning TV show where I'll have the guests come in into New York. Remember, that studio was in New York. He wants to live in New York. ESPN was in Connecticut. If you worked there, you had to live in Connecticut if you're full-time. And so Greenberg wanted to live in New York City. That God bless him. They built a studio, right? They built the studios in ESPN. They built built them in L.A., Mm -hmm. and they do shows out of there. And so Greenberg wanted to be in New York. They built the studio. And they do a lot of shows now out of that New York studio. So that's what happened. I think that's then, where the Stephen Ace uh, show is. And then the, the, shows, the, the show stumbled, get up out of the gate, and they've right. made a lot of changes. I don't know what they're doing in the ratings, but they, to show you what happened, they paid Greenberg a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then once all this stuff happened with radio where they blew it up and changed the whole operation, they said to Greenberg, hey, we're paying you a lot of money to do a two-hour TV show. What say you stick in here and come back and do a two-hour radio show in the afternoon, right? right? Yeah. And that's what companies do. Hey, yeah. you can take it now or you can take it later. You know what he used to be doing after the post-production meetings of the TV show? He'd get on a ferry and go over to Bayonne Country Club where he belongs. Ah. How do you know this is this inside? It's, this it's is breaking a, news. It's a fat guy. So what? All, no, I'm saying it's awesome. Yeah. But now that's, if that's, you only had to work over. two hours a day. Right. And be done by 9 a.m., oh, wouldn't you go out and play golf? Absolutely. You wouldn't even have to take a ferry. I'm wishing I was him. 
Boom. Damn right. More importantly, though, Tony, I just want to... <laughs> I want to point out that Jeff Bruder on the Twitch stream is telling you, Tony, Robin is worth the $8 million loss. Absolutely. That's a huge wow. loss. I hate to do it to Jeff Bruder. No, no, we'll just leave it at that. You don't I mean, have to. No, no further comments are necessary. What, what say you, Tony? I'd say. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, nope, nope. led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. Exactly right. That's what's happened here. Josie, cut any other comments <laughs> off. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk football now. Well, not now. When we come back from the right. break, Harry. Andrew Siciliano. Andrew Siciliano. Has he been drinking today? I doubt I it. I think he's off today. Yeah, he's, off, he's today. off today. But he went on a bike ride. I bet you I know where he went. I hope he didn't go down to Jacksonville. With Tom Coughlin. Oh, yeah, he, he crashed. Yeah, on his some bike. Dude somebody ran, ran into, into his him. bicycle. Yeah. And the guy's 73, and he's he got a punctured his... lung or yeah, something. He's got oh, four no. fractured ribs, yeah. a punctured lung, some strapper on a bike, went right by him, hit his front tire, and boom, down went Coughlin. Yeah. Wow, how about that? That's why you got to watch those strappers on bikes. I hope Andrew didn't have any problems. There's a lot of strappers in LA, too. And most of them are low key faded, bro. <laughs> That's coming up next, because there's a lot of NFL news to get to, too, Harry. And maybe we'll squeeze in a little NBA a minute or two later on. Oh, yeah? I tried to warn everybody yesterday, take the dogs. I said mm. the both teams who were favored would not cover. The Lakers were five-point favorites. They yep. didn't cover. Yep. And the Pelicans were favored, and they lost outright to your Utah Jazz, Harry. It's a terrible loss for the Pelicans. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Christopher Russo. That's a pretty good mad dog right there. <laughs> you can fill in for him when he's oh, on vacation. Yeah, right. All right, Mikey. We're coming right back with Andy, who I've never called him that. It's Andrew Siciliano. You know what I'm saying, Harry? He's coming up next. Stick around. The Tony Bruno Show. So we found out that white bros in the bubble are doing the beer shotgunning. J.J. Reddick and some guy named... Uh, Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard. I yeah. thought that was an electronic store in Indiana. <laughs> Go to Myers Letter today and get yourself a brand new 75-inch plasma. 50% off on VCRs. <laughs> Harry, it's it. Myers Leonard, his prices are insane. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Fire 
There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It's a Friday fun fest. I love when people on the uh, chat board tell me about things that I know as fact and tell me that they're not fact. Okay, when I'm wrong, you can criticize. That's one thing about this show. If I say something wrong, Robin says something wrong, Harry does, couch guy, Ryan, even Joe C, but he never says anything wrong. His knowledge is phenomenal because we only ask him about music questions and mob things. Right. Well, right. speaking of mob, I'll with Joe Pesci up Yeah, we got a ahead. good Joe Pesci update. Great Joe yeah. Pesci update. With audio. With audio. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the beach now. A man wearing sunglasses, a full shirt, a Los Angeles Rams shirt, and he's not wearing a mask, and the governor, Newsom, of California has not sent down state police to have him apprehended and removed from the beach. We've just lost the picture. Maybe Governor Newsom has interfered now and cut off the, the commu line of communications, realizing that Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network on his day off is on the beach. And now I can't see him. Can, can, it, can, we, can we hear him at least? Andrew, are you there? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't think it's going to work, so we're probably going to have to switch over to phone. Darn it. But We, we had a good picture. Yeah, it, was it, was, it was perfect. We did have a good we picture. We can do Aton from a, from a golf, golf course. course. 
walking the entire golf course single-handedly. At a- and you can't have Andrew Siciliano on the beach in Sitting L.A.? Sitting in a chair? Is Silk Bra shutting down his feed? <laughs> I think so. Silk Bra and our boys down there in the O.C. who hate everything oh. about the beach and about people not wearing masks and want to shame everybody. He's a hall monitor, that's He really bra. is, man. He's a snitch. I know he's a teacher in real life, but now that they're not in school, he's like a hall monitor. He really is a hall monitor. <laughs> not the kind we like, either. Brah. He's right in the middle of the mass debate. Yes, he is. He does it every day, actually, from out of here, out there. That's stupid! No, it's not. Some people have to like it. So we'll try to get Andrew back on. I was all set. Did you see him? He had the sunglasses on. I know. He had... He, it looked like he was decked out in a long sleeve like T-shirt. He had or a Los like Angeles Rams yeah. shirt, the long sleeve, because he's protecting himself from the dangerous ultraviolet rays of the sun, Harry. Does he not know of sunscreen? He has sunscreen, but you got to be careful, Harry. Even though he's, you know, he's he's not a pasty white dude like Robin, who's a white chick. But now we get him on the phone because I don't know what happened to the video stream, which was awesome. Did you get chased off the beach by the cop, the same cop who ran after that guy who was, had a surfboard and was paddleboarding a couple of months ago right, uh, right in the water, Andrew? Uh, no, I didn't hear you or see you. We had you perfectly clear. You had your sunglasses on. Had a Rams T-shirt on. You had on. a long, long sleeve Los Angeles Rams. Are you wearing long pants? Because you look like you were uh, it protected. Was, it, 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 it's not long sleeve. <laughs> I didn't see you or hear you. How are you, Doug? I'm good, man. Now... How are you on the beach when everything is in quarantine? Is Governor, does Governor Newsom know, and why aren't you wearing a mask? Uh, I, I actually am wearing a buff over my face, and there is uh, there's no restriction for the beach. That was only for Fourth of July. Now, let me ask, which particular beach are you on now? I, I am in the South Bay. I am in Manhattan Beach. Brah, that's good, man. Yeah, you don't want to be at Venice Beach. You don't know what you'll find in the sand there or on the boardwalk. Andrew yeah, Siciliano with a rare, a rare off day. So I had Golik on, Mike Golik, my first partner at ESPN, now Andrew. We started at Fox Sports Radio. Coincidence? You're supposed to say, I think not. Come on, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I think not. I hate to do it's it. watching though, the surfers. No, I'm sorry. Wait, what did I miss there? I was talking about the, you know, the whole bit was, was we had Mike Golick on last hour and then Andrew Siciliano the next hour. Coincidence. And the line is, I think not. I, I don't know the line. Where is that from? I don't know. I just heard it for years. I, I, I don't know the line. <laughs> is he low-key faded? I think you're, are you low? You, no, because you get a no, day off. There's a lot of football I, I, going on and you get a day I, off I and you go what? to the beach. I have no idea what the line is. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish your damn is, is he hanging with Ezekiel Elliott yeah, on the beach? Are you like, uh, you know, I know you're in L.A., Manhattan Beach, man. That's a cool I, place, bro. I, I honest to goodness have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I know I'm there's sorry. a lot. Of, is there a lot of talent on a Friday afternoon uh, on the beach in Manhattan Beach this afternoon? No, thankfully it's empty. If there were people here, I wouldn't be here. You're the only person on the beach? No, I'm not the only person oh, okay. on the beach, but it's, it's reasonably empty. I don't go to the beach on weekends when it's, when it's filled with people. That's stupid and reckless. It's not like I'm going to move to Jackson. So, uh-huh. I'm, uh, no, I come to the beach on, if, I, if I'm lucky enough to make weekday day, and then I'll come to the beach and just put my feet up and read a book when there aren't people. Andrew Siciliano, of course, we, we, uh, it's not kind of awkward. And I apologize for making this awkward. 
but we need to talk some football, man. I wanted to ask you because I, I heard you were on the beach. I saw you on the beach, and then all of a sudden you're gone. I want to know what book he's reading. Yeah, what are you reading right uh, now? I, I am reading a, a book by Sally Jenkins, and it, it's actually about, um, it's called The Real American of um, the Native American School that was set up in Carlisle by an army general in the, the war late college. 1800s. The war yeah. college, yeah. They, no, 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 no. It was, no? Specifically, it was specifically for Native Americans, and they took off a reservation to the West. They shipped them to Carlisle, and then eventually they started playing football. Jim and then Thorpe. They started playing all the Ivy. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, Jim Thorpe, all the Ivy League team, so I'm reading about that. Wow. It's actually really interesting. As yeah. Vin Scully would say during a Dodger broadcast, what's interesting to note here about, oh, Car about Carlisle, yeah. Pennsylvania, I applied for a job at a Carlisle, Pennsylvania radio station right out of college and was turned down for the job. I couldn't work in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. That's wow. how little it, it, regard. It's just like Michael Jordan getting cut off his baby back. Exactly right. Yes, but different. All right, now you guys are about this crap. You know, you guys are about jumping in to football, training camps, and now we got a lot of developments. Everybody's looking at baseball. People are talking about the Buffalo Bills. They sent their rookies home. Now they're doing virtual uh, learning sessions on the Internet. So are you concerned as a person who works at the NFL Network and this is your career and, the, of course, the Red Zone Channel and all the other good stuff, are you starting to be worried and are your colleagues at the NFL Network starting to worry about football maybe not returning. I know Kyle Brandt is, and he was going crazy the other day about all the negativity about people who appear to be so over the top rooting for football not to come back because they're so concerned for everybody else when this is their job. Yeah, I don't think anyone's rooting for not to come back. I, I think that's silly. I, I didn't see, I don't honestly remember what Kyle tweeted. I know everyone's up in arms about it. I, I was on the air at the time. Um, the, as for getting worried, I, I don't know that anyone's worried. I, I just think that it's reasonable for anyone to say that no one knows what tomorrow's going to look like in, in any line of work. You know, we think baseball is wonderful, then you wake up and you read about You think this is happening, and then, you know, you wake up and you realize that this game is canceled. But you think we're going back to school, and we're not going back. This store is open, that store is closed. So I don't know that, that, that anyone is, is worried. I just think no one knows there. They're hopeful, they're optimistic. I, I think what, like, Doug Peterson said this week, he says, you know, he feels amazingly safe in the building, that it's actually one of the safest places to be. And I know that sounds backwards, but realize these guys have to test negative three times in four days to even enter the damn building. So, I mean, that, that, that's a lot safer than standing in line at Target and getting your temperature taken. You know, this is an entirely different level. Matter of fact, you could argue that it, it's the most stringent health in any business, in any building in America. Yep. Which is, which is great now. You know, the question becomes, how does that now work eventually when everyone starts playing football? I, that's, that's the question. I, I'm actually pretty confident we'll get to week one. I'm actually very confident. But once we get there, then no one knows how the games will play out. And, and that is the big question that, that truly – no one has an answer to. You can be optimistic, but you also have to be pragmatic. We just don't know. I hear you. Now, Andrew, the, uh, people are wondering whether you have the old Jay Glazer cell phone line out there or the Bill Moss super phone from back in the day. Bill Moss super phone. 
How many people remember that? Remember Bill Moss, yeah, sure. the offensive lineman in the NFL, and he was he was a big time analyst. Mm-hmm. And then people, he had the Bill Moss Superphone. It's it, it, one of it, it, so it might be my favorite football celebrity endorsement ever, right up there with when Dick Buckus used to sell hibachis at North Avenue Beach in Chicago, right, right, right by Lakeshore Drive on one of those like three in the morning infomercials. You ever see that one? Oh yeah. By the way, I got a I, we got a listener. We got a listener on our Twitch stream watching us said that Bill Moss is his uncle because he's a Delaware County, Pennsylvania guy. Wow. The great wow. Bill Moss. Wow. You, you get you get Bill Moss fanboys. Brian in Bridgeport. Brian That's in Bridgeport. By the way, uh, uh, <laughs> is uh, people are asking about do you have a Sports Illustrated football phone, perhaps? <laughs> Because you're a little, you're, you're a little dicey. Your your connection's a little dicey. Sometimes no, it sounds I'm good. Sorry. It's the wind. It's the wind. Yeah, I, I don't have a Zoom super phone or a Sports Illustrated phone. I did, however, back in the day, have one of those hamburger phones. Remember those? No. They, it, look them up. Google hamburger phone right now, and, and they were um, they were touchstone phones, and they looked like a hamburger, like a plastic hamburger. Yes. And then you opened them up. Remember those? A yeah. friend of mine yeah. had one of yeah. those. No. I remember. And I, yeah. I wish I still had it because I could probably sell it on eBay for like a grand. Exactly right. Well, I know Andrew's a Syracuse guy. Absolutely. Right? So he's reading a book about Carlisle. What is the relationship between Carlisle and Syracuse? Can you name this person? Oh, gosh. Um, Billy Owens? Bang. That's that great, is great. Owens. Now, That's let me a give great you a roaring job. You know, all these Syracuse guys, they may not look smart, <laughs> but every single one that I allow on this show, because I don't allow every Syracuse guy on, mm-hmm. but every one we have. We have a quota for we Syracuse We do have a Syracuse guys. quota on this program. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I helped you hit the numbers. Today. <laughs> all right, Andrew. Now, the other story, which broke earlier today, and that is the uh, Antonio Brown saga, Remember, he was complaining. First, he said he retired again for the second time. Then he came out a couple days later and said, you know, all I want is the NFL to give me closure on this stuff so that I can see if somebody wants to hire me. And so the NFL apparently said, hey, you know what? Eight games, uh, conduct detrimental to the league, so you're going to have to sit. If you sign somewhere else, you'll sit for the first eight eight games. Will someone sign him now that this stuff has been cleared? The, the the, The league decision has been made. I don't know what the legal settlement will be, but I think it's a civil case, right? Yeah, there, there's there's still a civil case out there. I, listen, there's there's enough interest and there's enough smoke. I think someone will probably sign him, and, and but but the the idea that somebody can sign him and that Antonio Brown won't do something to, for lack of a better description, definite between now and week nine, to me, those, those chances are split. I mean. The guy, the guy retired three weeks ago, and then three days later he said he didn't retire. Then he did retire, then he didn't retire. I mean, the guy, bless Mark Jackson's heart. I know it's in the right place, but yep. when he came out a couple of days ago and said that he had worked out with uh, with Antonio Brown, and there's no quit in that guy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he does is quit. I mean, look up week 17, 2018, where he quite literally quit on the Steelers by every definition of the word Q-U-I-T and didn't go out there when they played a game that they had to win to get into the post. By the way, play on. Or, or, or go back and, and, and look at all the nonsense last year with the Raiders. Um, I'm not making fun of mental health issues. Quite the opposite. I hope the guy gets some help, but, 
but he's almost like the NFL's Kanye. He's brilliant when he's on the field, but can you ever trust him to get on the field? And someone may sign him, but, you know, the odds that that he can walk a straight and narrow and do all the right things on the field week nine, I'll believe it when I see it. I hope it happens because he's a charming guy. I know you guys, you walk away for five minutes after talking to the guy and you go, I get it. I get what. Away. Andrew Siciliano, by the way, Pop Warner also coached Carlisle. Yes. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. I did Pop not Warner know that. a big part. Yes, Pop Warner a big part of this book. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Andrew, I'd like to, uh, being from Philadelphia, I'd like to thank the NFL Network for putting the big chip on uh, Carson Wentz's shoulder by leaving him out of the top 100 players. Players who voted. Don't thank the network. <laughs> no, the local radio, the local radio stations. Thank you for giving them two days of contact, exactly. so they can complain about the NFL networks. Because you know, list. Listen, no matter listen. what the list is, Andrew, even your laundry list, people would argue uh, over. Listen, it, it's it's America loves listing things, and 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 let's face it. When we had five, four months, I don't even know how long. Four months without sports, all we do is list things. I mean, we used to do the show, spread it out over two months, right? Yeah. Now we do the show in two nights. <laughs> so, uh, Carson Wentz is good at football. I don't think anyone doubts that. I think all the questions that anyone had uh, and then uh, with Carson Wentz before the show are the same. After the show, um, we could sit here and argue if Patrick Mahomes should have been number one, how Russell Wilson was number two, but that was the first time he'd ever shown up in the top ten on the show, which is wow. absurd. How is Alvin Kamara only number 41? That doesn't make any sense, or 42, whatever he is. Um, it's, it's a list done by the players, some of whom take it more seriously than the others. And here's the other thing, too. is, is I don't know if it's changed, but there are really no instructions given to the players. It's not, hey, who had the best season or who do you think has the most overall talent or who do you think is most valuable to his team? They simply say, who are the top 100 players? And they are hand. So everyone can kind of interpret the ballot in their own way. Thus, the answers are kind of. Andrew Siciliano, and again, I, I just... I just got reminded of it, but I was watching the segment. You had a segment where you were doing your show from your par- from your house, and yeah. there was a guy using a weed whacker or a hedge trimmer outside, and it was on the air. Then you go to the beach, and now you got the wind. Have you done a broadcast without any kind of <laughs> interference of any way, shape, or form in the background since you've been working out of your home and not out there on the, at the NFL Network on Culver Boulevard? I haven't been in the studio since. March 18th. <laughs> we haven't done a show in that bill. Well, I take it back. I know you haven't. Louis. Yeah. So uh, the the I thought the hedge trip was actually pretty funny. It, it, I think it livened up an Ian Rappaport uh, update on, on on Kevin Stavansky play calling. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Wait a minute. Did you just rip rap sheet? You're saying that no. that, that Ian Rappaport <laughs> talking about Kevin Stefanski's play sheet. Needed to be interrupted by your neighbor using a hedge trimmer? What kind of insulation do you have in your place? What kind of building do you live in where you can hear a guy with a hedge trimmer outside? It's not about insulation, Tony. It's about the fact that um, the houses where I live are right on top of each other, and there's basically like a box. 
body's width of an alley between my house and my neighbor's house, and he had a damn head trimmer out there. And the bedroom from which I do the show, I have the desk right by the window, and it was loud as... You know what? It was, I thought it was kind of fun. I've got to liven up the show. No, I'm, 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 like I, you know me. There. People think I'm seriously ripping you over this. I love that kind of stuff. That's what I, I live for. <laughs> I live for people ripping each other. And, as you, Andrew, we were hoping that you were going to be able to do the Zoom call on your bike ride this morning so that we could do a oh, virtual wow. bike ride with you. That, two things. Number one, that would have absolutely sounded awful. That would have sounded worse than this sound. And number two, number two, the odds of me wrecking my bike live on the show would have been high. Yeah, yeah but, but that would have, have had been great, great ratings. You would have been viral on the show, and then we would have posted it and made like $10 on the Internet by doing it. <laughs> right, and I would have been in a hospital with a broken leg and truly gone viral when I got a virus. No, you would have been, you know, you would have said, hey, what do, there would, the trivia question would have been, what do Tom Coughlin and Andrew Siciliano have in common? <laughs> you, saw what happened to, you, you saw what happened to them, right? With Syracuse and bike accidents, yeah, that's what we have in common. Exactly. Well, you know, four fractured ribs, a punctured lung, head stitches, and he was riding his bike in Jacksonville and said another man on a racing bike out of nowhere clipped the front of his bike and down went, you know, this guy's 73, so luckily he's okay. I mean, that's that's got to be scary, man, yeah. no matter who you are, how old you are, when somebody comes out of nowhere and clips you on yeah. a bike. It, it, um, I almost uh, ran someone over this afternoon who just wasn't looking at it. it of course, I'll take my blame, but it wasn't my fault. I got a heads up, and someone is just meandering across the bike path, walking on two feet, staring at their phone, not looking nor aware that they're crossing a bike path. You know, I do want to get run over. Yeah, we used to we used to go that uh, those bike paths down on the beach all the time, Tony and I. And you're right, people. It clearly says bicycle path. It doesn't even say it. It's a universal sound for no walking on the bike path. You know, it has, like, the big X out, right, no people. Right. And then you have to ring your bell and you have to yell at these people because they're all tourists and they don't realize. I mean, how do you not understand the international symbol for do not walk? No, it's real simple. If you're going from the parking lot to the beach, that's fine. That's why the parking lot is next to the beach, so you can drop your car and walk to the beach. Just take your face out of your phone and look up and realize that you are crossing a path with moving vehicles. It's really not hard. Exactly right. It's really not hard. It's, it's, it's really not that. By the way, speaking of bikes, Judy Batista responded to that video yesterday that uh, she said, I will gladly trade, I'm paraphrasing, trade the hedge trigger for my, she lives in Manhattan, who just bought an exercise bike or a Peloton or something and has it directly above where she does her stuff from every day. Now, who was this? I missed the so, name because it was. Sorry, the, the great Judy Batista. Oh, Judy Batista. Yeah, I know Judy yeah. Batista. Yes, I didn't, yeah. I didn't catch the full name because it blipped a little bit there. So she, yeah, I mean, you know, I lived in Venice Beach. I love when I heard the, the, the hedge trimmers and the grass cutters. That Because that would be January when everybody else is freezing, and I'd be watching people cut grass. You know what I'm saying? It's, um, it beats watching paint dry. Exactly right. So when does it crank up? Now, you're going to be back doing the DirecTV uh, NFL Red Zone channel, the original Red Zone? Yes, sir. That would be the 13th of September. Let's just get there. <laughs> How many years will this be now? Cause it's this will be year 16, believe me. Wow. 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 That's a long run. years of doing NFL Red. And, you know, we know your buddy who does it on the uh, NFL Network, the, the great – 
Chris Scott, Hansen. Scott. I uh, know Chris Hansen does it. He just says, will you say, uh, hey, Andrew, why don't you uh, come here and sit down on my countertop? And uh, I got a little something to show you. No, Scott Hansen does it, but you're the, you're the granddaddy of them all, man. You are far too kind. And, and as, as I was thinking about this this morning, actually, because uh, tomorrow is the 20th anniversary of me moving here. So I, I figure your 20th anniversary would have just happened like a couple of months ago because you came out a couple of months before, I believe, I did yep. in the year 2000. So uh, I, I always go back to the same line. It's the old PSA from the 80s, right, where the, where, where, where the dad opens up that box in the closet and says, son, why are you doing this? And he says, from you, dad. I learned it from you, <laughs> right? So that's why I'm still here, Tony. That's, that's the only way I've, I've survived. From you, I learned it from you. Well, thank you, Andrew. I know you're full of crap, but by the way, we're gonna have Colleen. We're gonna have, you know, we're gonna have Colleen Wolf on more regularly than you, man. I was wondering why I haven't had you back on again. And we had Colleen on last on week Zoom. on Zoom, and I had to rip you for always bagging me when I get to you on Twitter, when I DM you and you don't respond. Like you're big time, man. I get it. Wait a minute. You DM'd me, and I immediately responded ten seconds later to Robin. It's because she because she was trying to set it up. Yes, and well, well. My goal it be... doesn't big time. I mean, he came on my show after his last show at 22 years at ESPN, and he was hammered. And he was hammered, <laughs> which was awesome. <laughs> I, 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 I'm here. How am I big time? I'm joking. See, you're still you're still ultra sensitive, man. You moved to California from the East Coast, and then you become soft, man. I knew it would happen eventually, man. You become That's soft. Me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it right. <laughs> you totally got it right. Oh. One last thing, Andrew, and I really need this explained to me because I don't quite understand the logic behind it. Going to the beach and then completely bundling up. Doesn't that defeat the purpose, purpose of going to the beach? Why do you guys think I'm bundled up? Because in when the... The momentary glimpse we had of you on Zoom that we were able to see—he looked bundled you, up. You, he looked bundled. Yeah. You, you, it looked like you had a turtleneck kind of shirt. No, on. he had a no, ram. No, he has no, a ram no, chic no, T-shirt no. on, right? You guys are totally wrong. I have a short sleeve Nike dry fit shirt on. Yeah, I just got here like ten minutes, and I was thinking of if we're going to do this, I'm not doing it shirtless. So I kept my shirt on. Now, you kept the okay. pant. Now, you have the thong on, though. Do you see? have the thong? Because, you know, are you, we don't have to see you guys under, you know, from the waist down. So you could be wearing nothing. On the set. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I can guarantee you I'm wearing swimming trunks. And I have, like, I have a, uh, like, a bus stick. Like a, you know, like a gator. Like a oh, that was around your neck. Gator. Gator. By the way, the choice to not go shirtless was the wrong choice. Because I know you're jacked. I know you're in there working on the Peloton and lifting the heavy weights, and you're probably all ripped, all ripped out I there. I haven't lifted a weight in, like, five years. I hate to do it. I, I said you were soft, and now you've just confirmed it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I hate to do it to you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, the, or the other answer is I broke my neck, and I've decided to not lift heavy weights. That's a, that would be excusable. Hey, man. I mean, that's, that's the other possibility. Wait a minute. Do you even lift, bro? That's right, man. <laughs> How can you live in California? Some, did somebody come up to you and say, do you even lift, bro? No, because I'm not going to let anyone get near me. <laughs> Andrew Siciliano on the beach, man. Chilling. Low-key faded, bro. 
Low-key faded, as we like to say back in the day, man. <laughs> hey, man, appreciate you popping on. I, even on your day off, man, I appreciate you. Next time, get a better signal, man. Get I a love you guys. You uh, know that. All right, man. Take care, brother. There he is, Andrew Siciliano. Let's put your hands together. <laughs> Reading a book about Carlisle, PA. I wouldn't read a book about Carlisle, PA, if I got the job in Carlisle, PA, which I was turned. I'll never forget so that's that. that's a ever. true story. That's a true story. First job, you know, because I was just finished going to Temple. Yep. I finished uh, journalism school, political science. I wanted to be a news guy. I get an audition. Hey, come on up. I flew up I, on my own way. I paid my own airfare to Carlisle. Wait, you flew to Carlisle? I flew to Carlisle, yeah. And I get there, and I got run into the station, do an audition. Guy says, sorry, you don't have the job. Wow. Can you believe that? Is that guy still around? We need to get him on the air. I don't know. That guy's probably dead. Yeah. That's like 50 years ago, man. Yeah. Guy was old then. You think he's still around? Oh, no. Man. Hell no. no. You think I, I'm, I'm surprised I'm still around? We're coming right back. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. And we got strapper line calls. Yes, got we to do. To, Harry. I heard there's a couple good strappers on yeah. there today. We'll play those next. The Tony Bruno Show. Mark Clareth continues to talk with us. Hey, Mark, uh, what's your take on the Dak Prescott situation? Obviously, he's going to play this year under the franchise tag. The thing that drove me crazy about the whole Dak Prescott situation was, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, they kept releasing the contract terms. One thing I know about players and agents, they don't release a contract term unless they're going to sign it. They don't say, hey, look, we got this money, but we're not going to sign it because it's not enough money. And the thing that drives me crazy about organizations is they all claim salary cap victim. The salary cap can totally be manipulated. You can pay anybody that you want to pay. That's the way the salary cap works. You can always find money. You can manipulate the cap. You can redo other people's contracts. Just look at Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, with Chris Jones. If your intent is to get it done, you'll find a way to get it done. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. 
go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Good chatter going on in the Twitch stream between breaks, even though there are no couch guys today. And again, our couch guy... Do we have any updates from the hospital on him? No. Conlon Farrell, the more active couch guy, the new couch guy, Cam. Yeah. He's working today, but he's doing Cal. it. Cal. Cal. What do I call him? Yeah. Cam. Cal. Well, all of our interns are begin with a C. Yeah, I know. Yes. It's very confusing. Caleb, Conlon, and Cal. Cal. I know. Wow. Is that it's like in the a, it's it's a on, job requirement? It's a requirement. Yeah, yeah it is. And yeah. it's on purpose to screw Tony up. Mm. Tony flew the spirit of St. Louis to Carlisle. Yes. And which is in the Air and Space Museum in the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., the original right. spirit of St. Louis. And Conlon became Couch Guy, Correct. which is another C. Yes. Mind blowing. Yes. Coincidence? I think Don't ask not. Andrew Siciliano <laughs> again. That was <laughs> really I did not know I that mean, one. Come on, man. And Andrew's like, a, he's a sharp guy. Yeah. He knows all these stupid things that we do. He knows all these movie lines. Speaking of movie lines, like, let's play a strapper call because I want to get to this Joe Pesci story, Harry. Yeah. Because this one piqued my interest earlier today. Oh, yeah. I thought of you when I read it. Why did you think of me? I hate mob movies. No, no, not because of that, but I'll, I'll tell you why okay. when we do it. So let's go to the strapper line, ladies and gentlemen. Line. Let's go live to the 2020 Magoo Classic at Hermitage Golf Course in Nashville, Tennessee. And here's our reporter, Todd Lewis. T. Lou, what's going on? Well, thank you guys. Nick Kale, Mike Robertson, Barry Haslett getting ready to go off in a threesome today at 2.09 on the President's Reserve. Weather could be a factor. They'll try to play handsomely, go about nicely, have birdie putts in name only, and avoid being snookered. Back to you guys. Let's go back to the phones. Wow. Wow. Do Jeez. I have to give him? Do I have to give yes. Nick Kale? For those of you who did it. not know, that is... Former colleague Nick Kale, not... live in Nashville. Yes. That's and stupid! Exactly. He's got a bunch of his buddies from Lehigh Valley that went down there to play golf. And he did they fly in from the ABE airport? From a... Well, last year they drove because I flew down there last year. This time last year I was down there. Playing golf with yes. them at that same track, Aaron? And then we went to the uh, the Memphis tournament. Was it a good track? Or it's was a very crap? nice, very nice golf course. But it's not, a, it's not like a, an elite golf course. It's really nice. It's public, but it's one of the best public okay, courses I've played on. Yeah. Do I have to give him one of those? Yeah, do it. I think I saw some other strapper lines. Were they just not appropriate? I that was the only one. one. Yeah, when I, I came in this morning, there was only that one. Weird. Wow. Thought we had multiples. I know. You I figure a so whole too. week of strappers to build up. But you know why? There's sports to bet. But we have to get to this other story, Harry. We got to get to the Joe Pesci update. Okay. Now, Joe Pesci, like all of us, he's getting older. Have you seen recent pictures of him? Yeah. Well, I didn't see that movie, The, uh, the Irishman. The Irishman, because yeah. they all made them digitally look younger, right? Yeah. They digitized them. But Joe Pesci lives up in the Jersey Shore, North Jersey Shore area. It's one of his homes, yeah. And he lives on the beach. Mm -hmm. And on that beach up at that stretch, 
up off of Barnegat Bay. There's, you know, there's piers, docks. I think it's West Point Island specifically is where his place is. And he let Barnegat. Yeah. But it's north of, like, Long Beach Island, yes. LBI. It's the next island up. And so he has a house on the beach, apparently. And then one of his neighbors, and there's pictures of it in the New York Post today, has a b- b- pier that goes way out, farther than the steel pier used to go uh, out yeah. down in Atlantic City. <laughs> I mean, it is way out there. Yeah, it's like uh, three times the normal length of the piers. And you know what, you know what uh, Pesci said, Harry, when he saw his neighbors doing that and found out that the community was not doing anything about it? I am pissed off. So he got mad, and apparently he wrote to his local politicians there. And he is against this pier, Harry. Mm-hmm. Bring down this pier. Apparently, they're not listening to him much. So things got ugly. And we have tape of when he went to the local constable's office to try to get that damn pier whacked. Let's go to the tape. Told you. Back, you remember, up, you remember what I minute, told you? Minute. I asked you, when the heck did I ever <laughs> ask you if I could come out here? Get this through your head, you. you. Get this through your head, you Jew money lover, you. <laughs> You only exist out here because of me. That's the only reason. Without me, you personally, every lousy wise guy still around, I'll take a piece of your filthy Jewack. Then where are you going to go? You're being warned. Don't ever go over my head again, you stupid sucker, you. Wow. <laughs> he is You're a off. crumb creep coward. You're a real crumb bum. Yeah, I- I thought of you because of your boat situation. Yes. When I saw this with the Well, with I don't have dock. a pier. I have a no. dock. Right. That pier is like 100 miles. My dock's just a little piece of floating concrete in Margate. Right. It's not that long. And you pay property Well, you're in tech. a marina. Yeah, I'm in so, a marina. Yeah, yeah. This, I don't have a house at the beach like Pesci. Yeah. But I'm still confused on why they, the person editing the movie for television, <laughs> instead of just putting nonsense in there, went anti-Semitic. Right. Like, right. you could have put just... Well, because the, the, else the Nero the, character was kind Casino of a key element of the movie. Was a relative, yeah, by the just, way, of our own Ryan Rothstein. Right. He's a great uncle or yeah, something. No, yeah, he's right? a great, great uncle. Ace so Rothstein. That, that audio clip is Pesci yelling at Ace Rothstein. It's, essential, it's essentially Tony yelling at me every day there. That's basically what it's <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Exactly. You know? Now, when, earlier when we were putting this together, I said, I got to get you some jokes. You exist here because, because of, me. of me. Don't you forget it. I mean, there's so many great Pesci lives oh. because everything is a curse word. Yeah. So there's impossible. Casino, yeah. Yeah, it's impossible to edit Joe Pesci, but they actually did for the television ad. So yeah. we're listening to the original scene from Casino where every other word, the fact that they were actually a- able to edit that, yeah. and then the part where he calls him a Jew, the worst yeah. possible name, right. although calling him about being a, what did he call him? What was it instead of a he MF? called him a, mo- money a money lover. Yeah. Money loving yeah. Jew? Yeah, you Jew, money lover, you, something, or something like, that. like that. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah they could have uh, tried a little harder than that, although when I first started recording it, when it was the original stuff in the movie, I'm like, this is going to take me an eternity to edit. Yeah, and, and I figured there had to be, because I didn't read all They put, Casino's been around so long, 2005, I think. It's like a 15 95. Oh, it was oh, 95. Than that. 95? 95? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I just, you know, looked up TV edit, and I found some of the clips for it. But, you know, they still have a guy's head in a vice right. on the TV version, but they, you know, put the you know, freaking in there edit. instead. Yeah, you have to listen to the TV edit version and then the original version. Back to back. Right. I mean, whoever did that, did they have Pesci actually do the words, mouth the other words? Well, because it's still question. his edit voice. Words? I, I don't wonder. Know. I wonder if, if there's like a trove of safe alternatives that each actor records ahead of time just for these incidents. Well, like, like freak you? No, yeah. freak you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
That's good stuff, uh, man. Now yeah. people are asking me about when did I motorboat Robin last. How do Jesus. I remember? What does that How have to that do with anything? anything? I don't know. People are talking about motor. What's I guess they're talking no about boats. Oh. Yeah. I don't have a boat. I have a slip. <laughs> Without a boat. I have a horse with no name, too, but that's in the desert when I go out to Sedona. When you're in Sedona. When yeah. I, which I need to in do In between jobs. Exactly right. There will be no other in-between job, Harry. No? This is it? This is it. This is it. This. Last dance. <laughs> it's the last dance. Yes. <laughs> I guess the Twitch cameras are the, cr- the camera crew then? Exactly. There'll be a 20-episode doc <laughs> released in 2032. Oh. Now, Tony, it is almost 5 o'clock, which yes. means yeah. that on that Fridays means- we normally break out uh, some libation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now, I got the ice bucket already for Ross Dean upstairs. All he's got to do is fill the bucket. Right, but he's got to make sure he sanitizes Yes, yeah, sanit- I don't want you touching my ice. Because, you I know. don't want you touching my cold cojones. In, yes, there. Mr. Pesci. I, I, yes. Always, I always have to make sure the canine you know, does this, yes. too, so I'll make sure you do it. Okay. But the question is... Are what's the chance of us going overtime with a blue show today? I don't know about it. I, I'm pretty wiped from this weekend. Yeah. I've been on the phone with lawyers, lawyers. Doing some extra doing segments. Doing some extra segments. I'm leaving early either way. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just well, I'm tethered to the show. <laughs> another Irish goodbye. We just need the ice, ice baby. By the way, I got to give it up to uh, to Trader Joe's today, Harry. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's did not. Trader Joe just said no, Harry. Trader so, Joe's. They were trying to cancel him. They didn't He's cower dead, to the course. mob. They did not cower to the mob that wanted them to change the names of all of their products that have been in the stores forever, and they said they issued a statement. We disagree that any of these products and the packaging are racist. So Trader Joe's says take that thing and stick it right up the old wazoo bitches you know what i'm saying yes so what is it like jose's tortilla chips so they or had, something they right? had taco shells taco and shells. instead of trader joe's it said trader jose's okay. taco shells which and is the spanish name for jose right for joe for joe for Joe. Correct. Right. And so like they... Like Joe in Norristown. At exactly. first, they, they reviewed it, and they decided that the naming of products would be fun and show appreciation for other cultures. I have another name that I would say, and I'll tell you in the next hour. Stick around. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.